Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Selk Podcast. In our Premier Division, the only game that survived, it was our game of the week. Highgate Albion 2, AFC Oakwood 3. Massive three points for AFC Oakwood against a team who potentially could have caught them in Highgate Albion. Uh, I did go for a 3-1 Highgate Albion win. They have been playing really well recently, especially the successes in the FA National Cup. A very big three points for AFC Oakwood. In the race for the title. Into Division 1. Where Highgate Album Reserves were awarded a walkover. Over United House. I believe they were 5 or 6 nil up at half time. The United House decided to pack it in. You know house movement. Bit of a joke there but we'll move on. AC Finchley 2. Gospel Oak 2. And then the big rivalry game. At Enfield Plainfields. Brackets 3G Astro. Enfield United 2, AFC Rose 3, so nice, I'll say it twice. Enfield United 2, AFC Rose 3, massive result for us. Um, a game that had everything, should have called Roots TV down to film it. It had uh, scraps, red cards, uh, entertainment, you know, passion, goals, good football, bad football. Had a bit of everything, really. Um, yeah, so... Early on, they had a few chances. Um, probably should have been one or two nil up. Uh, mixture of bad finishing, good saving from Ali uh, kept us at nil nil. Then got our striker sent off. Uh, he raised his arm at opponent, and uh, uh, you can't do that these days. Um, but we we were resilient. You know, the ten men worked their socks off. To be honest. Uh, we took the lead as James's shot was deflected in. Um, then we had another chance uh, to make it 2-0 and we didn't take it. Uh, their keeper did really well to deny our striker or our attacking midfielder. He moved up to striker at that point. Um, but again, as we talked about two weeks ago when we played Kadaris Town, our hard work at half-time was undone as their midfielder was allowed to walk through and he did well. It was a good finish actually from him. And then they took the lead, a really scrappy goal, to be honest. Um, And at that point we thought, you know, it was over. Like we'd worked really hard and we were going to have nothing to show from the game, but we got back in the game, a 30 yard free kick from Terry. Um, Maybe the keeper feels like he should have done better, but I don't really care. And then um, we grabbed the winner. Fantastic crossing. Uh, ben missed the chance at the back post, but he was there to nod in, uh, tap in the rebound. Sorry, not nodding. He tapped in the rebound, and then we uh, saw the game out um, pretty comfortably. They had a few other chances, but they, their best chances were early in that first half. They had some really clear-cut chances early on. But a fantastic win from us, and it keeps us, you know, in that upper mid-table. Uh, into Division 3 now, 
North London Wanderers nil, AFC Muswell Hill one, Century Athletic nil, Continental four, Sopranos FC two, Underdogs four, and in my game of the week, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys four, North London Colts two. I did go for a three-two win for Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys, but it seems like a very entertaining game as I expected. In Division four, Inter Mill Hill one, Highgate Albion third nil. And in Division 6, Chief Chalmers 2, New Barnet 3. Into the Cup action in the Junior Challenge Cup. Brotherhood, Cozzy nil, Northwest Galacticos 3. Highgate Albion 4, causing a shock, knocking Kadara's Town out 5-3. In the Premier Cup semi-finals, Park Rolls 3, Zaza nil. So Park Rolls move on to the final. In the Barnet Sunday Football League Shield, South Tottenham United 2, Highgate Albion Fourths again, 5. They've done double duty, knocking off Kadara's Town and then beating South Tottenham United in the same day. So very good results for Highgate Albion Fourths there. Well done to them, 2 wins in a day. Uh, Northwest Wolves nil, Armenian Youth Association 5. In the Invitational Cup, we finally got tables for the Invitational Cup on full-time. So it is a group stage, followed by semi-finals and a final. That's We know the format now. The Bandits 2, EC Galaxy 2. Uh, Westbourne United were awarded two walkovers over New Copper. And uh, South Top United were also in double duty. They lost 2-1 to heavy hitters. Earlier in the week, Kadaris Town 2, Enfield United 2 in the Intermediate Cup. Kadaris Town advancing on penalties. And in the London Challenge Cup, Beatty Squad 1, Trabzonspor UK 2. Massive congratulations to Trabzonspor UK as they reached the London Cup final. Um, yeah, massive congratulations from us at the CELT podcast and as a Barnet League representative as well. Massive congratulations to Trabzonspor UK. They've been absolutely phenomenal in the London Cup this season. Um, against all odds, really, uh, a lot of people saw Beatties going through. Maybe even I, you know, thought Beatties would, would have too much for them with the successes they're having this season. But Trabzonspor UK, again, proving everyone wrong. The list of names they've knocked off this season grows. They beat Bickley, they beat Hatcham, they beat Highgate Albion twice, they beat Takers, they beat, you know, a lot of very good teams this season and they'll fancy themselves in the final. Uh, we wait to see who they'll play. It's either Hatch Lane or Swag who will meet next week end. So moving on into the fixtures now. In the Premier Division, Takers take on Gow All-Stars. The Wrongans take on Trabzonspor UK. And we have a double header in the Premier Division as Highgate Albion face Park Royals into the Championship. It's, I believe, the last game of the season is Champions Westbourne United take on heavy hitters in Division 1. AFC Rose take on London Wednesday. Peckham Spore face AC Finchley. Northumberland Park Rangers take on Enfield United in a, a relegation six-pointer. 
and uh, in my game of the week, uh, a real big promotion battle as Highgate Albion Reserves take on Kadara's Town. Two pretty good teams, two teams who like to play football. Kadara's Town actually shocked Highgate Albion Reserves last week, but as they didn't knock off Highgate Albion Fools, I think Highgate Albion Reserves are going to pick up a win here. I'm going to go for a 3-1 win for Highgate Albion Reserves. Into Division 2 now. Uh, North London Athletic take on AFC Edmonton. And Whetstone Wanderers Under-23s take on Oakwood in a double header. Into Division 3. Can North London Colts get revenge as they play Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys? Shentry face North London Wanderers and Sopranos take on London Orient. In Division 4, Honest Rangers take on Camden FC and Intermill Hill face Brotherhood Cozzy. And in Division 6, Enfield Albion face Armenian Youth Association and it's a double header between Highgate Albion Fourths and Coney Hatch Athletic. Into the cup action in the Junior Challenge Cup, Highgate Albion thirds take on New Barnet. In the Intermediate Cup, it's the semi-final between Trent Park and Gospel Oak. And Mill Hill Club the Football take on Anatolians. In the Junior Cup, AFC Muswell Hill face Continental. In the Invitational Cup, Roman Reporters face Panda in a doubleheader. Talflick face Hornsey and Highgate in a doubleheader. The Bandits take on Fireside and Mehmet Chick Galata take on New Copper. Join us next week where we'll review the results as well as the fixtures. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Advertiser Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. Uh, as always, run through the results from Sunday just gone. Have a look at the fixtures for next week and the Super 6. So starting with uh, the Premier Division, uh, there was just a double header in the Premier, Premier Division this week. Um, and the first game was uh, Six Bells nil, AFC London Road 1. And in the second game, it was Six Bells 1, AFC London Road 4. In Division 1, Blackbridge Jacks 1, AFC London Road Reserves 4. Harpen and Cole Old Boys 3, Hilltop 0. In Division 2, BWSC 1, Harpen and Cole Old Boy Reserves 0. In Division 3, Beehive 2, Wheat Amstead Wanderers 4. In Division 4, Hanbury's 2, Stratford Arm Reserves 5. Mermaid 1, Royston Rangers 0. In Division 5, London Coney United 2, Radlett Town 2. Rosen Crown Mosquitoes 4. Hatfield Comets 1, Royston Rangers Reserves 0, Welling Warriors 3, St Albans Lions 2, Marshallswick Rovers 4. In the Challenge Cup, Plough and Harrow 1, Stratford Arms 1, uh, Stratford Arms winning, I'm uh, sorry, Plough and Harrow winning that 7-6 on penalties, progressing to the next round. In the Charity Cup, St George's and TNF was abandoned and Oceans 11-1, Forever Young People 4. In the Intermediate Cup, it was Little Heath 3, Mermaid 1, and Moortown 0, Six Bells Reserves 4. St Albans Athletic 0, Wheat Amsterdam 89 3. In the Junior Cup, Brookmans Park Reserves 1, Hatfield Senior 6, and Oaks 0, Two Willows 8. Now for the fixtures for this coming Sunday, the 20th of March. In the Premier Division, 
Brookman's Park against AFC London Road. Skewbridge against Queenshead. In Division 1, Hilltop against Stratford Arms. In Division 2, Harpen and Cole Old Boys against Wheat Amsterdam 89. Little Heath against Forever Young People. Mermaid against BWSC. And Six Bells Reserves against Welling Warriors. In Division 3, Auburn Dynamo against TNF. Hatfield Seniors against Beehive. Wheat Amsterdam Wanderers against Two Willows. In Division 4, Hanbury's against the Mermaid Reserves. Hearts Vets against Royston Rangers. And St Albans Athletic sorry, against St George's. In Division 5, Marshallswick Rovers against Brookman Park Reserves. Rosen Crown Mosquitoes against London Coney United. Welling Warriors Reserves against St Albans Warriors. In the Challenge Cup quarterfinal, AFC London Road Reserves against the Wheatsheaf. In the KO Cup quarterfinal, it's Blackbury Jacks against Harpen and Cole Old Boys and Bournemouth Rovers against Six Bells. In the Reserve Cup, it's the Phoenix Derby, Phoenix Reserves against Phoenix A. Now on to this week's Super Six. And throughout the season, we always try and make this quite fair. Uh, try and We don't allow the same teams to be on it week after week because, yeah, we're trying to give everyone a go. However, from now until the end of the season, that is going to change because... Being quite honest, there's obviously a lot of big games coming up, cup games, league games where not the title's decided, but the the game will play a huge part in the title race. And being quite honest, these are the games that obviously everyone's looking forward to. So the Super Six now will consist of the six, in my opinion, or my opinion, not the league's opinion, my opinion, the six biggest games of that weekend. Uh, they will be varied as well throughout the divisions. I'll try and keep it so most of the uh, divisions are, are represented in the Super 6. But if a team's in two big games two weeks in a row, they have been in the Super 6 two weeks in a row. So this week's Super 6, starting with the top two in the Premier Division, Skewbridge and Queenshead. This has been a Super 6 game twice um, already. One of them, it got postponed or called off. Uh, I'm, I'm not um, walkover. I'm not sure what happened, but it, it did go ahead. The other one, Skewbridge won comfortably 4-0. This is Queenshead's last chance at winning something this year. And to do that, they have to beat Skew. And even then, they still got hope for Skew. So I'm expecting this to be a big, big game. I'm going to sit on the fence. I'm going to go for a two-all draw. I think Queenshead will get their, their best players out. Skew will probably get their best players out. And I think it'd be a really good game. And I'm going to go for a two-all draw. Next, on to Division 2. Um, and... We have league leaders FYP travelling to Little Heath. Now, Little Heath are third or fourth in the league at the moment. However, they do have a number of games in hand. Win those games in hand, they go above FYP. Um, so they are very much still in this title race. This will be a really, really good game. I know both sides well. Both are very good footballing sides. Um, look, it, it, it's going to be a tough call every single time I'm, I'm picking a game here. However... I am going to go with FYP. We played them the other week. If they get that side out, when Marlock played them in the cup, they gave us a really good game. I think they'll, I think they'll win Division Two if they can get that out regulate. I'm going to go for a close game. Uh, I'm going to go for a two-one win for FYP. Next into Division Three, and it's again two of the title runners in that league: Hatfield Seniors and Beehive, two of the best sides in the league. Hatfield Seniors coming off the back of a big cup win last week, and uh, Beehive off the back of unfortunately losing to one of the other title rivals in there, Wee Hampstead Wanderers, who Hatfield Seniors beat a week or two before. Again, this is going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a really close game. I don't think there's going to be loads of goals in it. I think it'll be really tight. It'll be a bit of a nervy, cagey game. But I am going to go for a Hatfield Seniors win. I'm going to go for a 1-0 Seniors win. Another really close game. Next up, we've got Division 5. 
In Division 5, it is Marshallswick against Brookmans Park. Brookmans Park, league leaders at the moment. Marshallswick, mid-table, but have numerous games in hand. And on paper, will probably finish third in this league, in my opinion. So again, another really big game. However, Brookmans Park, other than a 6-1 loss to seniors last week in the Cup, but seniors are two leagues above them and flying. They've done really well this year, and I expect them to win, and I expect them to win comfortably. I'm going to go for 3-0 to Brookmans Park Reserves. Next up, we have um, a cup match between Blackbury Jacks and Harper and Colt Old Boys, both in Division 1. reason I picked this one, there's a couple of games I could have picked with, including our London Road Reserves against Wheatsheaf. Um, however, the reason I went with this one is they've played each other twice in the league already this season. Both games were really close. I think it was a 3 all and a 2 nil or a 2-1 win for Blackbury Jacks. Um, Harper and Colts, always a really good cup team as well. Done the cup double last year, intermediate and junior. Um, and my team also await these in the, in, in, in the next round. So, look, I think it's going to be a really, really good game. Um, I'm going to go for Blackbury Jacks. This is their, their mid-table in Division 1. Can't, can't really go any higher. They're out of the other cups. This is their last chance at success. And I know that they'll be, they'll be itching to get, to get uh, through to the next round. So, I'm going to go for a 2-0 Blackbury Jacks win. And finally, Phoenix Reserves against Phoenix A. This is my game of the week. It's got to be two Phoenix sides going head-to-head -head in the Reserve Cup semi-final. Uh, a place in the final at stake. And you've got to look at Phoenix Reserves probably being the favourites for the whole thing. Uh, the way they are in the, in, in the league. Top of Division 4. Phoenix A mid-table in Division 5. They obviously all know each other. I'm sure it'll be a good game. But I'm going to go for a 4-1 win for Phoenix Reserves. That's the Super 6 for this week. Um, go on the Instagram page. Go on the Twitter page. Uh, give your predictions. Obviously, you get a chance to win some uh, some equipment for your team. Well worth it. All you've got to do is just, just, just say home, win, away, win, draw. Um, but yeah, that's all. Thank you very much. And, uh, catch up soon. Bye-bye. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. And we have a roundup including our first cup final of the season to bring you this week. And we start there with a Friday night at the Gallagher Stadium, home of Maidstone United, where Coxheath and Farley face Leybourne in the President's Cup Group B final. The game was a tight and competitive affair, but it's Leybourne that went home with a trophy, courtesy of a 60th minute Jamie Shullock goal to win 1-0. The next final for us is the Challenge Cup final on Friday the 25th of March, again at the Gallagher, so put the date in your diary to make it there if you can. We now head to the league action, and Aylesford made the first of their games in hand count as they looked to make up that gap between them and league leaders East Morning by beating Morning 1-0. A close game, but it was a Tommy Whitnell, who else winner, that gave Aylesford the points and sees the finish to the season looking interesting. Park Royal were 4-0 winners at home to White Horse. Bradley Fox and Jack Horton goals along with a Tony Wiles brace gave them the win. Royal can finish on 28 points if they win their last three games, but not enough to take the title. Marden are another team with games in hand on the leaders East Morning, and they too made it count by defeating Rubicon Limerick by three goals to nil. A pair of Robbie Smith goals in the 35th and 85th minutes and Tyler Money rounding off the scoring in the 88th minute, sending the three points Marden's way and putting them five points behind with four games in hand. 
In Division 1, Leybourne Angels missed out on the chance to go top by losing 2-1 away at Aylesford Reserves. Ashley Russell with a 39th minute goal for Aylesford and an own goal giving them the win. Charlie Fitzpatrick getting a 72nd minute reply for Angels. That puts Aylesford top and sees Leybourne in 4th, 4 points back. Barming Blues were another side in with a chance of going top if results had gone their way and they also had a setback losing by the odd goal in 11 away at IGS. Definitely not one for defenders or managers this. Eddie Davis, Callum Ward and Liam Wilkins all with two each for IGS and Harry Orchard and Jack Jules Semadeni with the same for Barming as well and also a Dan Shields goal. Barming sits in third now and IGS only one point from catching Yalding and Laddingford. The final result saw Langley Athletic 3-1 away winners at Sutton Valence, which puts them in second, two points back from the leaders, but having played three games more. The win came thanks to Louis Baker and a John Elms brace, and Dave Borton spoke to him after the game. So I'm with John Elms, the uh, manager of, uh, player manager, shall we say, of Langley, who have just beaten uh, Sutton Valence in a pretty spirited game. It was a good game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was hard work. Very hard work out there. We made hard work of the entire game. Uh, they got it back to one all, and we took our eggs down. We just didn't get the final pass through, but we dug out the result. That's the main thing. Yeah, so first one, on, I think you got a couple of goals this morning, and um, they got back in it at, at one all, and you were rocking a bit, actually. At the yeah, back. definitely. Um, one of the players, Luke, went a bit... A bit wild, shall we say? Um, and then he, once he come back on, he um, controlled the game and he come back into the centre midfield instead of centre back, and it seemed to settle us down a little bit. Yeah, I think it did. I mean, they, I mean, Sun Valence, they, they played well. They had a, um, yeah. a lot of the ball, and pitch was a bit bibbly bobbly. But at the end of the day, it's a good three points for you. So, oh, we'll take, definitely we'll take so three. How many more games so, you got left? Then? Uh, one more next week against Barn. Okay, John. Well, well done. Congratulations. No worries. Thank you very much. All right. Speak to you soon. Cheers. Take care. Thanks to Dave and John there for that interview. Barming Youth missed a chance to replace Snodland at the top of Division 2 by going down 3-2 to Park Royal Reserves. Alfred Crickmore and Brem Rowland with a brace for Park Royal and Joel Bishop and Lewis Sharp scoring for Barming. That result sees Barming on the same number of games played as Snodland but now two points behind. Kent Sands United now sits in second place in Division 3 courtesy of their 9-2 win at Parkwood Jupiters. Goals for Sands came from hat-tricks for Kevin Ives and Callum Hatcher, as well as goals from Brandon Edge, Archie Hobbsmore and Connell Reid. 20 Rivers and Tyler Rose scoring for Parkwood. The other game in the division saw Yording and Laddingford Reserves win 4-3 at Maidstone Kestrels. Alfie Kill with two goals for Kestrels and the other score is not known. Final match played was the Invitational Cup match between Whitehorse Jaguars and Leybourne City. This one finished 0-0 and Whitehorse Jags progressed courtesy of a 3-1 penalty shootout win. A look ahead to this coming weekend and we have two cup semi-finals in the President's Cup Group A as East Morling take on IGS and Whitehorse face Park Royal for a place in the final at the Gallagher in April. Aylesford take on Rubicon in the Premier Division, looking to stay in the hunt for the title. Barman Blues take on Langley in Division 1 action and can keep the pressure on at the top. And as it's Langley's last game of the season, the most they can do is win 
and hope the final games go their way. But realistically, the league title is going to one of Aylesford, Barming or Leybourne Angels. Sutton Valence face East Morning Reserves and Morley need to win every game to get to 26 points and hope that the others drop them. Division 2 action sees Invicta Sunday facing Park Royal Reserves. A win for Park Royal keeps them in the chasing pack. Laybourne face Minter in the other game in the division. In Division 3, Laybourne City can try and make their games in hand turn into points by facing cross keys, although depending on other results, even a win would still keep them in third. They'll be hoping Kent Sands United slip up at Walnut Wanderers and that league leaders Whitehorse Jaguars lose away to Parkwood Jupiters. Maidstone Tempest can go fourth with a win at home to Maidstone Kestrels. That's all for this week's roundup and hope you all enjoy your football this coming Sunday and stay safe. Until the same time next week. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast, the games played on Sunday the 13th of March. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup semi-final, Southern Cross defeated Francis George 2-1 to reach the final where they will now face Chalfont Saints at Oxyjets on the 3rd of April. As expected, the tie was a close, hard-fought affair but it looked for the vast majority of it that it would be Francis George who would be reaching the final before a late dramatic turnaround. George took an early lead when Gary Wallace scored with a well-taken half volley after a cross defender saw the ball bounce over his head and into the other guy's path. The cross then struck the woodwork Cross then struck the woodwork when Dave Frannery saw an effort come back off the post following a James Maloney free kick. Cross dominated the second half but couldn't find a way through the George defence until with just 10 minutes remaining when the ball was headed across by Alex Ross for Dave Flannery to head home into the top left-hand corner. Buoyed by the equaliser, the winning goal followed just five minutes later when the ball fell on the edge of the box for Banu Napate, who smashed it through all of the George players and into the bottom corner. In the Chairman's Cup semi-finals, Casby Rangers bounced back from their half-chair FA Senior Cup semi-final defeat to reach the final of the Chairman's Cup with a 2-1 win over lower-ranked Donbar. All the goals came in the first half, with Rangers taking the lead after already having seen two goals disallowed. When Sam Mortimer whipped over a cross, over to the keeper to Rob Ladmore, who met the ball well from four yards on the volley. However, Donbar with the win with them, equalised thanks to a long-range effort from Nathan Pooley. But the game was decided by a penalty on the stroke of half-time, when Corey Bottom was brought down in the box. Daryl Hennessy stepped up to take the result in spot kick, putting it into the bottom left corner. 
Abbott's Langley Club await Rangers in the final after they swept past Langleybury Cricket Club 7-0. Aussie Ogbors first half brace put Abbott's in the driving seat at half-time. The first saw him round the keeper before slotting into an empty net and the second came after he pounced on a loose ball from Tom Bork, from a Tom Bork cross. He was then fouled in the box early in the second half and he converted the resulting penalty kick for his hat-trick. Alou Gibral scrambled in the fourth after a cross from Alex Diaz. Diaz's corner soon after that was headed in at the back post by Cole Clifford who made it five. Lucas Halligan followed up on the Langleybury keeper's mistake to tap in the sixth and Jack McDonald fed through Tom Bork, who completed the scoring with a tidy finish. In the President's Cup Group B games, St Joseph's remarkable season continued as they confirmed their place in the semi-finals of the Premier Division League Cup with two wins in a double-header group game over Everett Rovers Reed, 1-0 and 4-0 respectively. Although Everett have also reached the last four stages as well, this was two very good wins for St Joseph's. Despite having no recognised keeper on the pitch, St Joseph's won the first game, game rather, thanks, thanks to a goal midway through the second half when Dan Griggs outmuscled the defender and fired home. After the break, Dan Griggs added to his goal in the first game, curling the ball round the defender and into the corner in the second game. It was Griggs again, whose shot was only parried by the keeper into the path of the incoming Roy Byron that gave Joes a further lead. Joes even had the luxury of missing a penalty, but Jake Tabor then made up for the miss by slotting home a fourth to complete the route. In Division 1, just when it looked like Bushy Rangers could be ready to race away with the title, having taken over the top of the table with two wins in the last two league games, they suffered a 3-1 reverse to bottom third from bottom WD, meaning that the table is extremely close now with only 10 points separating the top seven teams. WD, who has struggled pre-Christmas, have certainly found some form in 2022 as they dominated Leeds' Rangers from the start to finish. They went ahead when Ryan Boyle played in Lawrence Manning, who scored with a cold effort from the edge of the box. The second goal came after Hamiz Ali laid the ball off to Callum Davis, whose effort ended up in the back of the net after taking a huge deflection off a Rangers player. Rangers got back into the game as Mark Hansard managed to get in front of his defender to finish in the bottom corner from a Karen McCarroll cross. Bushy pressed for an equaliser. However, WDFC restored their two-goal lead when Daniel Moss thundered home a powerful left-foot strike which gave the Rangers keeper no chance. Bushy Eagles edged past Soccer 4-3 in a high-scoring affair. Dean Brinton tapped home to give Eagles the lead, 
with a second following James Farrell with a well-taken effort. In the second half, Soccer brought themselves back into the game thanks to two goals at the start of the second half before Paul Kenwright restored the Eagles' lead. But Soccer pulled themselves level once again before Serge Eriksson netted the winner in the last minute. In Division 2, Woodside have now opened up a 10-point lead at the top of the table after a 7-3 win over mid-table Chalfont Saints. Charlie Fisher netted a hat-trick supported by goals from Tom Garrett Henry Hardman, Steve Stratford and Drew Snellam. Liam Hennessy, Jamie Kofi and Will Jones replied for Saints. Second place Watford Town suffered a 4-2 defeat to third place Hertfordshire Eagles who are just a point behind Town with four games in hand. Connor Wagner was a star performer for Eagles as he struck a hat-trick supported by a goal from Jordan Osborne. Michael East and Alex Nottage scored the town replies. St Mary's Harefield are right back in the promotion mix as they beat Forza Watford 3-1. Ali, Ali Barwig, Lee Newman and Craig Matheson with the vital goals and Peter Rock scoring the Forza reply. Watford Youth Sports are up to 5th place as they registered a 4th win on the bounce with a 5-1 win over West Hearts. Taylor Kemp and Zach McNichols, sorry, Zach McNicholas both scored twice with Joe Blagden finding, also finding the net. Jason Topping and Brandon Whitman replied for West Hearts. Dunning Spa jumped above their opponents, Sparta Phoenix, in the relegation 6-pointer with a 2-1 win, Harley Wilson scoring a double for Dunnings and Floyd Thompson replying for Phoenix, who dropped to second from bottom after this defeat, although they do have a seven-point advantage over bottom-placed Abbots Wanderers. Finally, in Division 3, King George moved into second place, in the table with a 3-2 win over Batchworth. Philip Malloy struck twice and there was one for Darren O'Brien with Mikkel Walsh and Sam Hollis scoring for Batchworth. That's all for this week and we'll be back again next week with all the fixtures from the 20th of March. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.